Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Donnie, did you recognize the voice in the clip that we just played? I did. Sounded like Wani to me. Yep, it did. And we'll get to him in a second here and what he said. Uh, we listened to the little Dicky. Uh, rap sports. song sports during the break and I must say the guy is a genius I'm so disappointed that I'm now learning about him at 38 because I feel like if he were around well he's I guess he wouldn't have been around when I was in my 20s I mean he was he's only like two years younger than you was he around in our 20s no I think he, somebody in your mention said you're five years too late um, he was a thing five years ago I must have totally missed out on that so the peak I, or prime of little Dickie in the song sports I can't decide which of his references, which player reference is the funniest one. No uh, hair like Villanueva is pretty good, not L. Uh, the one about Andre UConn forward Charlie. The one about Andres Galarraga, very good. She got a big cat like Andres Galarraga. That one, <laughs> I think that's all we can say. And then <laughs> he mentioned Troy too. He did. He's at the, at the very end. I think the fact that he just. Squeezed in Luke Richard and Bob Mute just makes me so happy because there's nothing you could even do with that name. So, Wani here. This is from our friends. He does a show with uh, my podcast co host, Danny Parkins, in Chicago. And so he is a great person to talk to about fields because he knows the Steelers, he knows Pittsburgh, and he also knows the Bears and he knows fields having coached for Chicago, and he still lives in Chicago, actually. First of all, let's do the first part of that clip. That the Steelers are a methodical organization. They're not a knee-jerk reaction organization. There's a way the Steelers operate where they're patient with players, especially first-round picks. Donnie, do you still believe that despite some of the moves they've made, like the Minka trade and free agent signings. Do you still think Wani's take that the Steelers move at a glacial pace on these things? Is he still is he still accurate in saying that in your opinion? For the most part, I actually do think he is. Uh they don't do it as much as they used to and maybe that is because Kevin Colbert stepped aside and Omar Khan is now uh the man running things because I I do think and I've said before that uh for as great of work that Kevin Colbert did for a long time, it was pretty clear that things were getting a little bit behind the times on his end. And I, I do I do think that Omar Khan has a much better vision for how things operate right now and into the future. 
What I want to know about. Do you agree with that? Do you do you think that I think Omar, right? I think Omar Khan in I think what Donnie said there is right. Like Omar Khan and Wide don't want to bring this thing into the future. So far, Mike Tomlin has kind of let them do that or not like cast a bunch of dissenting votes. I think that was reflected in their draft. But more interesting to me than Wani saying this is how the Steelers are. They're deliberate. They're patient with first round picks. I can't tell when Wani's saying it, if he's saying it just matter-of-factly, this is what they are, I'm just stating a fact, if he's saying it in a way that implies he thinks that that's the good way to go about doing business, or if he's almost saying it and saying, hey, you might think that it would be smart to give up on a guy like this, but they just refuse to do that. Well, let's hear it again and see if we can figure out if he's saying it as a negative or positive thing. It's a good rumor. They drafted Kenny Pickett in the first round. The way the Steelers operate, they are very methodical. There's no knee-jerk reaction with coaches, with players, with coordinators. We've seen that over and over again. I think he says that as a positive. I do. Well, I kind of knew. When he brings up coaches, he's a coach that's been fired several times, including at Pitt, unfortunately. And then what he said about he brought up the coordinator thing, too. Really saying, like, look how long they even held on to, to Matt Canada yeah, until I don't, it was untenable. He means it as a positive. I take it as more of a negative, and I've been pretty consistent in saying that their methodical, conservative approach has hindered them in recent years and only looks like a viable strategy and a smart way of doing business, I think, if you have the quarterback position settled and you can afford to, to not make knee-jerk reactions. Wani and others in the business, I think, find it laudable, but I don't. I think it makes sense that one he would, too. You said he's been a coach who's been fired. I think anybody believes that in the right set of circumstances, they can turn something around. Oh, if I was just a year away from finally having it happen and all come together the way I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Don't you think most coaches feel that way? And so they see the one team that allows a head coach for sure and most of his coordinators most of the time to do that and to have that runway, they're probably jealous of it. And they speak of it in, in admiring terms. I don't, though. They're the only guys I can think of in the Tomlin era who were first-round picks who they almost conceded, like, yeah, this was a bad pick two years in. Burns? Burns is one. Burns was the 25th pick in the draft. He started every game his second year on the 17 team that won 13 games. And then he only started six the next year. So they had made him into more of a rotational third corner by then. Mm-hmm. You're talking another first-round pick that they just more or less said, eh, no dice. And then the other one, and it's not only two years, but if you look at Jarvis Jones, Jarvis Jones was a backup because he was blocked his first couple years. Then he started his third year, all 15 games, and then he started only nine the next year. But still, I mean, they... They gave him. They gave him chances. They gave. They gave him more than one. He showed nothing for year. two years to to warrant. I know you said he got some starts. Eleven starts. He was listed in his first two years. He just didn't show anything. But they kept trotting him out there. They were. I think because the guy was able to play a position where maybe he could have blended in a little more. I mean, they gave Ziggy Hood a decent amount of runway before in his final. Yeah. So his final season, he among, only started half the among games. Among first round draft busts, to Wani's point. If they were to demote Pickett to backup, that'd be quick. By it their would standards. be, it would be almost unprecedented. And I the think they would era. be, and I think they would be far more uh, inclined, rightly or wrongly, to look at quarterback as a position way more deserving of runway compared to a corner, 
defensive lineman, an edge rusher, they'd be even more patient with that. Probably, let's be honest here, they'd be even more patient still because the guy went to pit and there is organizational scar tissue from having not selected Dan Marino. That that has nothing to do with like, ah, uh, pit, pit, you know, trying to take a shot at pit or anything here. They just know who the other guy was that they didn't pick. Not Pickett's fault that he's this guy right now, but they're going to say, come hell or high water, we want to make damn sure that worst case scenario, the guy really can't play because you know what will look even worse than drafting him and him not being good? Drafting him, giving up on him, seeing him go somewhere else and start to randomly flourish. Okay, so it's to a much lesser degree. But that's pretty much exactly what you described as what happened with Kevin Dotson this year. They Completely. discarded Kevin Dotson like he was uh, just a completely disposable player. We signed our guards. Taking we, the trash out here. We're good. We don't need him. He's he's like a third-string guard after he was a starter for us. Please take him off our hands. And I, I tweeted this today. CBS Sports has him as the 13th best offensive free agent. They have him rated higher than Baker Mayfield. Among players available in free agency. Steelers say we've shored up our line in free agency. James Daniels will be moving over to center and so, to replace him at right guard, Kevin Dotson. I mean, it's it, it, it's not apples to apples, but still, we just had that happen where they gave up on a guy probably too soon and he took off somewhere else. The other part of what Wani said that I wanted to get back to. Yeah. He said, and Aditi said this to us yesterday. He said, I know they like Pickett a lot. I really have a hard time with that one. Because if they really liked him a lot, why would they even put the competition thing out there? Could you say, can, can I split hairs and say they like him a lot, but they are, they're not blind, deaf, and dumb, and they understand he did not play well enough this year? I, I don't think both things can be true. Well, don't you think it can be for quarterback where there's supposedly more of a learning curve and it might take a guy in their minds, especially with the way Wani just said they view draft picks, especially first rounders, it might take them three years where it becomes really bad to me, by the way. But they didn't draft Kenny Pickett to be a project, Chris. That's exactly they that's what I was going to say. They drafted him in his mid-20s after he played pro five ready, years at Pitt. They, they touted his pro readiness, his ability to hit the ground running faster than anybody in the class of quarterbacks in that year. And to treat him this way would be a tacit admission of failure. He was supposed to be, by year two, a polished product. Like, if you really thought the guy was going to need time, if that was really how they felt with him coming out of college, mm -hmm. then when Trubisky failed Kenny's rookie year, they should have turned to Rudolph at Correct. that point. You would have, well, if you thought he really needed time, he'd have been your third stringer and wouldn't have even dressed. Yeah. Which would have dro driven me cr nuts. You spend a first round pick on a guy who's 24 or 20, whatever, three years old, 24 years old. He's old for his class. He played five years and now he's not even active. I mean, a lot of Steelers insiders thought that was going to happen, remember? Well, on a training and, and, camp, and you know like, what? Yeah, Kenny's going to end up being the third string guy. And remember, it was like a big deal. It was big news. Oh, he jumped right over Mason Rudolph. And a lot of, maybe I'm putting words in people's mouths, so I'm not going to name one person specifically. I think a lot of them still feel like the team erred by not doing that. Oh, they put him in. They thrust him into the lineup. They probably waited. They didn't wait long enough. What are we talking about here? 
A 20, like, that old, that experienced in college, and he needed to be handled this Donnie, way? how old was Mahomes his rookie year when he sat behind Alex Smith until the very last game of the season coming out of Texas Tech? I mean, if he's only 28 right now. This is his age 22 season. Yeah. So he was. So like being a senior in college and said he spent redshirting at the NFL. So level. he turned. Because that was, what, 2017 that yeah. season? He yeah, turned 22. He turned 22 in week one or two of that year. He's September 17th, baby, 1995. So he would have. St- they drafted him at age 21. Here, use another example. If you're really going to treat a guy like a, like a project at quarterback and sit him for a while, again, makes more sense if that quarterback is Jordan Love. And when you draft him. He's 22 years old, or, and he's seen as a project, and or then he does sit for two years. Or they could have done, which I wanted them to do in this draft. There's tweets to this to this uh, extent. Instead of drafting Najee, they should have traded up for Fields, picked him, had him sit behind Ben, and then turn things over to him. Do you think they had concerns about a quarterback being drafted like that even to deliberately sit behind Roethlisberger how Roethlisberger might react? I think the way Mason turned out? Maybe a little bit, but I think it was honestly more about let's try to go let's let's try to go out with a bang and try to win one more time with Roethlisberger and not think about what the bugs, future. What bugs me is as great as Ben was in his prime, they had to see what was around them in the AFC and know that with that version of him, there was no amount of good team building they could do that was going to make him a serious contender. You say that, Chris, but we were on an island. There were so many Steelers fans who thought, if you just get an elite running back in here, this team can really take off and go oh, places. I know. Steelers media told me I was foolish to poo-poo the Najee Harris pick. And then what happened with that team that they tried? They dragged to the playoffs? Who'd they lose to? How much they lose by? They lost by three touchdowns. Or no, you're talking about the the, the Brown. No, yeah, the no, no the, the, the Mahomes game. game. Yeah, yeah Mahomes thing. And they gave up like five touchdowns we've, in five minutes. We've got an update from Paul Zeiss. We asked if he knew who Lil Dicky was. That is some junk my son Isaiah listens to, and he tries to tell me it's better than the music of the 70s and 80s. And I say, Earth, Wind, and Fire has been touring since 72, and their music is played on radio stations every day. When we hear Lil Dicky in 2070, come and talk to me. <laughs> That's a great answer. And then how about the follow-up he had whenever I mentioned that <laughs> I, I said that Elijah and Isaiah are probably fans. He said they are, especially Isaiah, who grew up in North Allegheny but acts like he is from Compton. You got to get to the bottom of his hairband thing about Brett Michaels. Wasn't there a Brett Michaels song we wanted his no, review I just, on? Yeah, I'm going to have to ask him for another Zeiss music review. On the 80s metal, pa- you know, hair metal power ballads, where does every rose has its thorn rank? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.